The Homance Chronicles. The female equivalent of a bromance. So many poor choices. But so many good types. But so many poor choices. <laughs> <laughs> Episode five, origin story, or do you want to do a new piece for this one? No, we're going to do origin no. story. It's happening. Mm-hmm. Episode I need five. to tell it. Welcome to episode five. Of my the God, whole my mass chronicles. My stomach, though. Well, it's it's, it's a third person in our homance now. Fuck! It's always been a third person, but now it's trying to get <laughs> the fuck out. So, uh, uh, homance yeah, three point oh. Yeah. <laughs> It's like 0. 0.5, really. Oh. It's 2.5. Let's clarify. It's Sarah's stomach. My is... And I'm Nicole. And I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I'm here, too, because my stomach is also with us. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to be telling you guys the origin story, I think. Uh, episode 5. It's a valid place to really just insert this charm biscuit. Thanks, mm-hmm, little friend. Mm-hmm. Um, because how these two bitches meet right exactly i feel like we've covered enough ground where it's interesting enough to tell people how we started hanging out so backstory nicole and i went to high school together and we didn't know who each other really was um and we started working together turn of fate and she saw a water bottle I had, and it had our high school mascot on it. And she looked at me, and she goes, did you go to a- the high school, the insert high school name here? And I was like, no, maybe, why? Because no one goes there. <laughs> it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. I never meet anybody who does. I hardly even meet people who know where the town is it's bad and it's odd because now i work closer to where it is and so people are familiar with it but at the place we were working at the time nobody had ever even heard of it so for her to call me out on that was bizarre in and of itself and i didn't want to admit it just in case i had i don't know i didn't i was just uncomfortable with admitting it and so finally we figured out that her stepsister used to be my best friend in middle school which was super bizarre because her and I kind of had a falling out. She was a little bit older than me. Yeah, and growing up, I mean, uh, my stepsister and I didn't hang out as right. friends. But I knew your brother because of your stepsister. My, yeah, my, my brother and her would hang out more. I right. was, I tried to disappear right. often. Knowing you, I understand it. Like, now I yeah. see why. But So she and I had gone to high school together, and we never knew each other at all i knew her brother i knew her stepsister her yeah stepsister and, my, and i got into some shenanigans with each other when we were younger right and i should clarify that by disappear means hang out with friends or be somewhere where there's people because my family well my like dad and stepmom and stuff they lived on a private dirt road where there was maximum seven houses yeah it was all boys yep and they plopped this city girl in the middle of the country mm-hmm. It was not my jam. No. At all. And I think that's part of why we bonded so hard because I was not necessarily in the same boat because my parents didn't live in the middle of BFE. Mm -hmm. But I definitely had this feeling like I was just in a place where it was not where I needed or wanted to be. So I would hang out with the kids in the other town that was closer, more of a city feel, if you can say that. But 
So when Nicole and I met at work, we were actually at her boss's desk. I will remember this day for the rest of my life. And she looked at me and accused me of going to that high school. And I got really nervous and embarrassed. And I was like, maybe? Why? Why are you asking? And then she told me she had gone there when she graduated, who her stepsister was. My mind exploded. Um, and then from that point forward, we were feeling like maybe we were obligated to be friends outside of work, but we definitely started to connect a little bit harder. So we decided that um, there was a group for young professionals at work, and they were going to a comedy show. And However, caveat, mm-hmm. we were the oldest Seriously, young professionals the in the oldest. group. We were definitely in our late 20s. And we were competing with kids who were literally still in college and or just graduated. So you can imagine how isolated we felt. So we get we get this grand idea. She's like, I live right by where this is going to happen. Would you like to come out and stay the night and we can go do it together? I was like, for sure. Let's do that. But we had prior to this, didn't we meet one time in Novi? I don't remember. We did. We met one time in Novi. I met, like, it was like our halfway point at uh, Lucky's or whatever. Oh, yeah. Had drinks, made fun of every person in there. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. There was a guy with, like, a pimp coat on, and we were like, what are you doing? Oh, God. He had a hat and a pimp coat on, and... um, It's like a a Dave and Buster's Lucky Strike, remember? Yep. Yep. And, well, there's no... Is there a video game? Yeah. It's bowling or yeah. whatever. But we... Uh, we connected. We connected there. At that level. And, and then found out. And we didn't... Um, we didn't drink hard and we didn't do anything after. It no, was we, were very, trying to, we were trying to keep our shit together to pretend like we were classy, but we were definitely just hiding ourselves, our true selves from each other. <laughs> Until that fateful night. <laughs> Until the next time we hung out. I mean, Which, right. it's just <laughs> our, our level of uh, being able to keep that under control it is was a minimal. Yeah. Well, okay. So the, that facade was over after day it was, one. It was all of, it was all a ploy to, be, to get more friends because I was living with my parents. Um, nobody that I wanted to hang out with lived around me. I didn't have any friends. I was certainly trying to move out and closer to where Nicole was living at the time. And so I was like, yeah, let's do that. So I think it was a Friday night. We went to work. I followed you back to your house. Mm -hmm. And that was the first time I had been to your place. Mm -hmm. And we got ready together. We went down to the comedy club. And we realized that we were the only two people our age. And we didn't know a fucking person. She knew the president or whoever, the guy, like the chair, whoever Mm -hmm. ran that club. And... That was it. I had no clue who any of these people were. We were in a different department, and a lot of these people were from the same department, so they all knew each other, were going to school together, had been in the club for a while, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) They reminded me of a cast in the real world where they all had hooked up with each other at some point. Oh, my God, I know. It was so weird. There was so much (laughs) fucking sexual tension. It was like high school, kind of, because they were real close to it. Oh, but yeah, I was like, is this a real world cast reunion? So we're looking at each other. We didn't have (laughs) enough time to eat, as per usual, because we were late. Shocking. Get to the place. There's a two-drink minimum. So we start boozing it. And we were going to try and get food. And I think we got like a plate of fries to share. But it was just, the place was busy. Staff was overwhelmed. They literally could only bring us drinks. And the food was 
just outrageously priced. I think they wanted 20 bucks for like a burger and fries. And I don't know if it's always priced that way or if it was because we saw Dave Attell. Right. I think it's because we saw Dave fucking Attell, who sucked, by the way. Yeah, he bombed that night. Super disappointing. Sorry, Dave, if you ever listen to this. I know, because generally I am a fan and that's why we went. went. But I was disappointed. So disappointing. So the host comes out, the host of the comedy club comes out, and he is very much a depressed comedian who didn't go anywhere with his, you know, career or whatever. And he was just up there hosting this comedy club special with all these people. So the first comedian comes out. He was hilarious. The second comedian comes out even more hilarious. Likely the case I was drinking more and more as, you know, they came out. They got funnier and funnier because I was boozing it. And then... The main attraction, though, was a buzzkill. Such a buzzkill. He was so... I think he was, like, maybe drunk. Yeah. Depressed. Yeah. Unhappy with life and the choices that he had made. On a lot of pills. Oh, God. Just for days. So we get out of that, and we were pretty bummed about it. So we ended up following the whole team of YPs, young professionals, to another bar, which I had never been to any of the bars out here, so I had no clue what to expect, what was going on. We get to this bar and it's a piano bar at the bottom. So you have to go upstairs for like the Mexican cantina up top. That turns into a shit show nightclub. Guido nightclub. Awful. Fist they move, bumping, they pumping, move all the tables. It? Yeah, they move all the tables. <laughs> they take all the chairs away from the bar. And I'm thinking like, oh, I work with these people. Maybe I shouldn't be a shit show. That, that turned, did not cross your mind. There's no, no way. It certainly did at There's one point. There's no way. It got erased. I drank too much. I I admit, (laughs) at one point in time, I was like, I work with these people. They're going to see me in a professional setting. I should probably keep my shit together. Oh, my God. But I feel like even (laughs) post this event, when we were around them, we were like, let's dial it up to 100 because they were such the opposite. (laughs) We were like, this is too vanilla. We have to go completely the opposite way. Yeah, we did that. At at that point, I was nervous. (laughs) But then eventually we realized they were just all a bunch of jokes and we did whatever we wanted anyway. Yeah. They all looked at us like... These old people are crazy. Well, I don't. I thought maybe they could have been half envious. Like, why can't we just, you know, be cool? Right. But they, but they weren't. Nope. It was like Nerds Anonymous almost. Well, it seems like so. Last week's story, you talked about Glitter Bomb and relation to you guys. So what Glitter Bomb is to you, you are to these YPs. No. Mm. No. Nope. Hmm. No, we were already cool. Oh, okay. Let's not get it twisted, London Mike. Uh, We were awesome. So we get to this place. Yeah. No need to psychoanalyze. No, not even a little bit. They just facts. We (laughs) so they remove all the fucking uh, chairs, tables, whatever. We end up. Okay, so I go to the bar. This is before her and I, like, we didn't necessarily have to keep... We weren't together the whole time because we were kind of being pulled in different directions. Yeah, I met another chick who was, like, our age, who was a friend of them, did not go to... Who turned out to be our bar friend. Yeah, for a long time, but she did not work with us she did she not just, belong to that group she just, just was there party person yeah just was invited or whatever so i ended up uh, you ended up talking to her talking to her quite a bit because sarah's alter ego appeared and i couldn't i couldn't keep her around like no, it was i was okay 
We went to the bar before a lot of people showed up and the bartender took a liking to me and I him mostly so that I could get drinks at a reasonable price free. And, um, he was kind of cute. This is how all of our stories start. I feel like, yeah, the bar. No, like I was trying to get free drinks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I wasn't, I never, we never tried. We either did or didn't. It just happened that way. So I get to the bar and this guy's flirting with me. He's also the bartender. So he's making me some strong ass drinks and I'm fucking into it because I'm making money. I don't have a lot of responsibility. I have a place to stay and it's about time to turn up. I was living with my parents. It was, it was go time. Get turned. I did. So I did. And so I'm sitting there drinking the bar tender is flirting with me. Next thing you know, he starts squirting me with water from behind the fucking bar. And Nicole looked over and she was like, I'm not going to the bar. No. And it was like cute and playful. I think I was throwing ice cubes at him. So he was squirting me with a water gun. And you were I just was just going, nervous. oh boy. Oh, oh, something's going to go wrong here. <laughs> it didn't go wrong. Everything went super right. Shut up. Where in your homance does this stand? Like, are we talking maybe like a month into it? Two months into it? This is the, pre-homance. Pre-homance. This is like... Oh. No, this is the this, origin story. Is, yeah. So where First in time this, we like... This is the first time really we hung out. This is right after comedy club. Yeah. Yeah. This is same right, night. Same yes. night. Oh shit. First time I was staying at her place. The first time her and I decided. Keep up with us. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is right after the comedy club. This is our Friday night. We decided we were going to be friends due to this professional network of people that we worked with. And we were going to go do like an outside of work activity, blah, blah, blah. So I'm at the bar. Bartender is spraying me with water. I think I ended up spitting water back at him at some point because i was there there was a lot of gross exchanges yes and nicole was definitely just perturbed and um well i wasn't so much perturbed as i was going something bad is going to happen looking in the crystal globe crystal ball going oh boy so whatever so it starts to get super crowded in there and i think i was walking to where you guys were from the bar, which was probably like halfway across the bar. And as I'm walking, this bitch pushed me. Because you had hit her with ice cubes or no, something, right? No, nope. That's the thing. She unsolicited, she pushed me. And I wasn't fucking having it. So I took my empty plastic cup full of ice and threw it at her head. Fuck you, bitch. Don't push me. Meanwhile, I'm with new bar friend. No. You were a new bar friend and president of said club. Correct. You just didn't let me finish. Sorry. <laughs> How's it feel? I'm just <laughs> oh, <laughs> salad burn. <laughs> um, do I cut you off though? For real? I'm, I'm sorry if I do. Because that's really rude. Um, so I'm with new bar friend chick and president of club and i just go into hero mode like i have to save her no i walked over there well no remember you said okay so this is this was the story from the next day and i remember it so well because it was hilarious she's telling me what happened from her view the next day and she goes i turned around 
to face what was happening because at that point I threw the cup of ice. I was getting ready to mm-hmm. punch her. Yeah. And security All of this is vivid. All of this is still vivid. Yeah, Those but- mannerisms, the amount of force that was in your cup throwing. I know. I hit her hard. It's fine. I mean, well, there was built up anger that came out. Well, she that, pushed me. Who fucking pushes? But I, but you were real. You were mad at the world, not just her. Yeah, because she and fucking pushed me for no reason. I was furious. Clearly, I still am. So I was Nicole's say, like, do you hear her voice? Do you see how fast forward fired X up? amount of years later? Still <laughs> fired a soft up, because I, I, I never got to hit the bitch. That's why. So Nicole, <laughs> <laughs> on my and bucket so, list, revisit it's this later. Not that serious. No, it was. It was very serious. Oh my goodness. My alter ego was furious. So she, Nicole, I guess, as she said, as she turned around to see what was happening, a piece of ice, like a cube, mm-hmm. flew, mm-hmm. hit you in the forehead, mm-hmm. and then you went in full-on hero mode, mm-hmm. but you were also terrified because you and I were supposed to be hanging out together. You were my ride home. You were, I was staying at your house, and you were like not really excited about the fact that you had committed to being my friend at that point. Uh, okay. I can go with that. <laughs> but I'm also sure. on the fence. We're on the fence right now. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I she... mean, not that I wasn't excited about being your friend at that point, but I was just like, oh no, this cannot escalate any further. How much drama is this bitch going to be? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So as it turned out, I was supposed to get kicked out of the bar. Like the bouncers were going to kick me out. And I said, Hey, wait, hold on a minute. She touched me first. Like she's the one that started it. I was just offending myself. I'm really sorry. I'm not that drunk. X, Y, Z. I like fucking went into sober mode, laid out the whole situation. And they were like, Again, Oh, those you... reality checks. They just they hit, hit me hard. So they were, I was in sober mode and they were like, okay, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine, but she should really get kicked out. She started it. She pushed me for no reason. And they were like, well, she's gone. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, she is. I get to stay. Nicole said, they're going, how the fuck did you just get out of that? And I was like, I don't know. Let's go get a shot. And she was like, Oh, <laughs> no, that was no, that was prior that to pre memory eraser. That was prior to me knowing the diagnosis. Yes, this was certainly me just taking advantage of the fact that I was like, let's go get shots. And so she's like, because the okay. bartender who was spraying the water and whatnot still was serving us free tequila at that point. Then. Yeah, he was. So we go to the bar, we do our shots, and Nicole sees. These two guys, younger dudes, not with our crew, just looking at us and watching us. And so she goes and starts talking to them. And she starts talking in a British fucking accent to them. No. Yeah. I think I talked to them regular. Once and or then twice. later. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So Nicole starts. So I talked to these guys. She's like normal, like I sound now. Yeah. And then we come across them later. So yeah. let's pause. Well, no. Okay. So we'll keep going on what the string of events. And we'll yes. hit, so just remember let's the two the dudes. the timeline. So she is <laughs> talking to these guys. I'm going back and forth between them, the bar, them, other people, making best friends in the bathroom, the bar. And Nicole is... She's dancing. She's getting down. She we were becoming we were becoming friends. We were hot messes together. The night ends. The bar closes. We leave. We go to Nicole's car, and it's parked behind a Jimmy John's. 
and we're like that's when the james Dion starts to glow and sing and we're like it was like fucking angels coming down <laughs> from the heavens above and shining light on the fact that we were both fucking starving because yes. we shared a shitty plate of fries at the comedy club hours hours before so did nicole talk british those guys yet hold on jeez now i'm cutting stay with off. us i i thought she forgot <laughs> no i no no stand on the timeline so we get this <laughs> grand idea that we're gonna go into the jimmy john's get ourselves some food sober up a little bit and then take off go home it's like 2 a.m yeah jimmy john's is open till i don't know three or four or something. right so they take the bar crowds so we get into the jimmy john's and lo and behold the fucking host from the comedy club is there. Mm-hmm. I recognize him. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm like, holy shit, you're the host of the comedy club. We were at the show tonight, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, all right, cool. And he like started to get real touchy feely with me, started to put his hands on me. <sighs> and then he hugged me and I was like, don't fucking hug me. Don't touch me. He did it again. So I bit him in the cheek. Yeah. <laughs> again, there was a built up rage inside he touched me i asked him not to several times and he touched me and he was just gross and weird and old oh god he was so gross wasn't he the depressed comedian too depressed super depressed no no well was it that guy i thought it was was one of the guys oh i don't i don't remember which guy it was but i just i just remember that he was like did you just bite me and i was like yep sure did and this is off of me this is happening Off to the side, as I laser focus in on those guys that I was talking to at the bar. They were at Jimmy John's. They were at Jimmy John's. So So she's over. Beelines it to them. I leave her, beeline it. I hear comedians say, You just fucking bit me. Fucking bit me. And then the guys go, Hey, you didn't have a British accent earlier. <laughs> so so for, I walked up to them and I was like, cheerio. Hello. And, how are you? And, cheerio. Um, I was standing at the pop machine thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I, yeah, when I get like really drunk, I would just all of a sudden start talking in a British accent. That's like, why I feed her shots. And they were like. It's hilarious. Uh, were you British this whole time? <laughs> They're questioning themselves at the yeah, at this point. Yeah, well, like, because what? I wouldn't stop. I just, I really owned it. So I, <laughs> so I originally thought that those two guys were like into us a little bit, and they were trying to like hang out. So I go up to them like, "Hey, how you guys feel about an orgy?" And Nicole was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> and then the kid was like, "Whoa, left field! What the fuck?" And I'm like, "What are you guys gay?" And I was just making them uncomfortable at that point because I knew they were just, just not our. And I was just fucking with them, just fucking with them. After you bit threw a cup of ice somebody in the first beginning of the night, then bit a comedian. Yeah, great winner all around. Origin story. Great. And so finally, uh, we get our Jimmy Johns. We get back to Nicole's house. We chose to drive because we were done in that place. We didn't want to be in public anymore. So we chose to go back to her house. I didn't have that many words I could say with a British accent and still pull it off. So, yeah, you no. know, night's over. No. She- <laughs> <laughs> I used my whole vocabulary and struck out. We'll start tomorrow. I, at one point, I'm pretty sure I was like, why are you being such a wanker? <laughs> <laughs> 
We're going to get Nicole a British uh, dictionary. No, because like you were suggesting uh, an orgy or something. And I mean, and I was even taken aback because it was well, just so I had said random. To you, like, we and, were at the, but don't forget, we were at the bar and I was like, originally when I walked up to those guys, when we saw them at the bar together, I had walked, I said to you, I go, I go um, I'm going to go ask those guys if they want to have a, a, a threesome. And you were like, huh, do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I assumed you were still on that same plane with me. Like, we're just going to fuck with these guys. hours before and shots in between. And I didn't I'm realize. Not, I'm not that good at the references. Yeah, no, I figured it. Point. I figured that one out real quick. But when the guy was kind of a dick to you about it, then I was like, why are you being such a wanker? Mm-hmm. And so she kind of caught on. <laughs> And then finally, so we leave, we go back to her house and I looked at her, I'm like, uh, where'd the British accent come from? She's like, I do it when I get wasted. I don't know. I think that's the first time I've ever actually done that in public. (laughs) Oh, man. And uh, so we ate our Jimmy John's. We laughed really hard. I think we watched a Chris, no, Kevin Hart special on TV and bonded over that that, uh, choice. Yeah, eventually made it to sleep at about 4 a.m. or something. Yeah. And... Woke hated up the next our lives day. the next day oh god we woke up the next day and i looked at her i'm like i'm so sorry she was like no i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> we're just apologizing to each other for being a bunch of assholes <laughs> and uh i think the next day was like saturday or something and yeah so i let her have her day of peace i went back to my parents house the lions were on i started on a saturday yeah it was our first was night together. A, I wasn't like trying to. But the Lions don't play on Sunday. No, they were on a, on a Saturday or something. Could have been a preseason yeah. game. Nah, I don't know. All Whatever. I know, all I know is that. Moot point. Yeah. All I know is that I ended up starting this trend where I would leave Nicole's because her house was so close to 7-Eleven. I would get a slushie on my ride for my ride home, which is about 45 minutes. Right. The hangover cure. The hangover cure. Cure of all cures. Fucking a Coke slushie. It'll take you to that next level of amazing. Mm-hmm. So we, I started that trend where I would go to the um, 7-Eleven. I'd bring home a slushie. And the trend continued throughout our entire relationship while I lived with my parents. And my mother would be able to tell how exactly how hungover I was based on the size of the slushie I would bring home. And uh, that day I went home. And my mom was like, well, how did that last night go? And I said, huh? great (laughs) i was like i really like nicole i think we're gonna be really good friends and she was like oh good that's great honey i took a nap on the couch and um we saw each other at work on that monday and we just laughed that's all we could do was laugh and everybody had asked us you know how was the comedy show and we didn't tell anybody anything (laughs) for a long time until now. Until now. No, we no, didn't. No, we, we started sharing these stories because they were so... Absurd. Ridiculous. And we would get such a varied response from them. You it know, was, some people would be like... Jesus Christ. Yeah, I can't believe you guys did that. And some people would just laugh and, you know, we would enjoy telling the stories because... Because we relived and remembered we, some shit. We survived them. That too. So we ended up having like a a fan club at work for a little while where we had a few people would literally ask us religiously on Monday, how was your weekend? 
Because it turned into Sarah pretty much spending the entire weekend at my house. Yeah. Every Friday I would leave work, go to Nicole's house. We would put together some kind of crazy outfit between her bed, her closet and my bag. Eventually I would just wear all of her clothes and we would go do something like the first night we hung out together and it just escalated weekend after weekend. We continued to make poor choices on top of poor choices, on top of poor choices, but they ended up all being hilarious and they all turned out. Would you say as your home ants grew, you guys raised the bar? Every time. Perfect. I don't know, though. I, we we have not come in contact with biting again. We, That's not true. Oh. When did we bite? Well, I don't Who's think me? I ever did. I First of bite. all, I should clarify that... I don't know when the next time that you bit someone. I guess I, you're right. I guess I never bit anybody in public again. But for the record, he was accosting me, and I wasn't trying. I wasn't having it, and he wasn't. He listening thought to me. that you liked him. Like he thought that you were a fan. That's what I remember. Is that he thought you were being like a fangirl because he was the comedian guy. Yeah, and I was just being and... complimentary to him and letting him know, like, hey, we enjoyed the show. You did a great job hosting. Which turned into him trying to stick his tongue in my mouth. Yeah. So I bit the motherfucker. Yeah. Why was he so aggressive with his tongue? Why are they ever? At Jimmy John's. Why are they ever? Ew. Yeah. (laughs) Now that I look back on this, I'm like, that guy was like in his 40s. What was he doing? I know. Trying to get this young piece of ass. (laughs) 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 No. He was like, he's like. So foreign to compliments that you were just like, hey, you did a pretty good show. And he's like, she wants to fuck me. Yeah. (laughs) And equated to, well, she's going to wake up next to me later. Oh, God. Sick. Gross. So gross. What's again? What's wrong with men? I don't know. So anyway, that is our our origin story. That is where we came from. (laughs) That's how we started. That's how we like planted the homance seed, if you will. And then it bloomed. There was no turning back after that. No, no, really. No, there wasn't. And I think because she was fucking locked in with me, she had she couldn't escape me. My shit was at her house. She had no choice. <laughs> locked in. But it turned out OK. We had a good time. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Origin story. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was... There were a lot of details that we could have given, but now that it's been so long, things are actually getting a little bit fuzzy. Well, but know, I remember still vividly all of your uh, physical repercussions. What? <laughs> the the uh, ice throwing, oh, and the yeah. bite, like like that's all still very really vivid. Yeah. Vivid. Well, yeah, those implanted were, in there. They were turning points. <laughs> Pivots, if you will. Sober up. Honestly, though, by unleashing that so early, that's what allowed us to like just have no judgment. Yeah, be ourselves. Um, You know, I didn't go away to school, so I didn't have that like party time. Um, Excellent. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't Which, do that. I mean, I still went out and I still hung with friends and did all that stuff, but I didn't have like 
that dorm life or any of that kind of thing. So it was almost like I was experiencing it late. Yeah. And had to make up for lost time. And, you and did so say we that. went hard. Yeah, you did say that at one point. Whereas I did go away to school. I did have a dorm. I had my own apartment and I made I drank too fucking much. Way too much when I was in college. I I you know Omar. Mhm. You know all my friends from college and you know how they all tell you she was nuts. <laughs> and I think that because I was that way in college and then I had that that like period of time where I was with my parents and I couldn't be that person, you know, my show my true colors. I kind of lost my shit that night because I knew I was not I was in that space where I I could a little bit and right. then alter ego had been tucked away for so long. <laughs> I like to think of that as my amplification. Turns into the Hulk. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Let's get some drinks. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, man. Yeah, that's that was a long time ago. Sure was. So Good times. Good, great times. and Bad decisions and good times. Bad decisions and great times. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like, okay, so when I was in Vegas just recently, where I almost broke all of my toes because I feel like i had some anger and i kicked the daybed as i was getting up to pee which means i was just super hammered and i was stumbling around i was like in the adult pool section adult pool section oh yeah there was a kiddie pool section no there was like a public pool but then there was like this super fancy adult pool it was at the m resort so it's in hendersonville it's not on the strip super nice place cheap there's nobody ever at the fucking pool and so, but there's this, I can't remember, it was called like Miracle Gardens or some bullshit like that. I'm sure I butchered it. But so the adult pool, they had like, um, they had. I just uh, love that you call it the adult pool well, because I like, don't picture that It was 21 and over. Okay. The adult pool is a topless pool on the strip. Yeah, that, no, okay. it was a topless pool. Okay. All and right. So it's clarified now. I was super pumped about it, but turns out when we were there, <laughs> the adult pool I mean, kids go topless in the public pool, but you can't. You have to be over twenty-one to get in this pool. So anyway, there's a fine line. Sure is between pedophilia and <laughs> yeah. I don't. I was gonna say between pervert and, but you said pedophilia, and I liked it better. And I said, <laughs> neither of us had it over though. <laughs> nope, you're right. <laughs> pedophilia and just being okay. No. Nah. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> So we're at this pool, and um, we meet this couple, and they were like, you guys want to do some shots? And I was like, probably. Duh. And so they brought over, well, then they, you know, did the ski shot or whatever. Yeah. And so. I did that one time. Went down my face. (laughs) (laughs) Money shot. I'm too short. (laughs) I'm too short. Yeah, well, thankfully, the bitch that we were hanging out with was also shorter than me, so it worked out really well for me. Yeah, when you have an uneven height along the uh, yeah. shot ski, it doesn't work out for no. either the tall person or the short person. Yeah, and no. guess what? Very unforgiving. Not and then you spill it, okay. and you have to redo it because you wasted all that booze. And then you jump in the pool because you have all that booze on you, and the pool ends up just being boozy mess. It was an, it At was least awful. you don't have your bathing suit on. No, I did. I was not willing to let these babies fly free in that crowd. <laughs> because that crowd consisted of like an 80-year-old man somehow made it down to the pool. He was 
doing laps around this pool, which is like maybe like 20 oh, feet long he took by like swimming eight seriously? feet wide. Oh no, he was in it. And he had been down there for some boxing match and his friend had flown him down there. Dude, and... he was probably like Mr. Moneybags. No, he wasn't. His friend was. Oh. He's from California. He starts talking to me as I'm in the pool. You Because know, I get there at 9 a.m. Because I'm like, let's do this dance. Vegas! <laughs> so <laughs> I'm down there. Um, my now ex was sitting uh, like on the chair, just not trying to be in the pool. It's like a bazillion degrees. So I'm in the pool just waiting around. This guy like casually comes up to me as my ex had gone to the bathroom. And he's like, so how you doing? I was like, oh, hey. He's like, Leonard, nice to meet you. I'm like, hey, Leonard. Leonard, Leonard sees good? the opportunity and right? just pounces. Yeah, right? Like, all right, Grandpa. And so he starts. I mean, he, I should be cool because he was a cool dude. So, like, ultimately, it was an interesting convo. But he certainly was trying to get it in. He was not holding back. He's like, I got he a just room upstairs. His, uh, his Cialis or he whatever it is have. that you... So wait, what's the blue pill? His boner elixir. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> comes in many colors, shapes, and forms. It turns yeah, out. Yeah. So yeah, he was trying to hit on me, and then my ex came back, and he was like, "So anyway, yeah, I'm gonna go eat my lunch and do my stretches and get on my plane." I was like, "Sweet, Leonard, you have a good one." It was pretty bizarre. That whole day was bizarre. The, well, it's he goes by Leonard instead of like Leo because he's an old guy. And so that's even weird, too, because it makes me think of the Leonard from the Guess Who game. <laughs> <laughs> what? Did you ever play Guess Who? I mean, yeah, but I don't recall the specific name. There was an old Leonard on there. My God. This is throwing back to my parents. And I think it gives me, it kind of sh- shines some light on why I do the shit I maybe do. Or <laughs> maybe get into the shit that I get into. So... My parents got married, and their honeymoon was at Prince Edward Island, and they drove all the way up there. Where is this? It's in the very tip of Canada, like over New York. you got to go all the way up. So they were driving, and um, they had some laundry to do. They went and stopped at a laundromat, and the people in the laundromat were not being very friendly to them. And there was a woman complaining about the laundromat, uh, washing machines. They weren't washing her clothes appropriately or properly, and then all of a sudden the lights started to flicker and my dad being the electrician he was like oh I'll take a look at your fuse box and my mom had kind of started to sort out all their laundry to get ready to put everything in but she hadn't put anything in yet and so my dad's in the back um working on the fuse box and he had I don't know pulled a couple wires and maybe married a couple other ones he shouldn't have Oh man! And then the Johnny entire, doing his thing. Yeah, and then there was this big pop, mm-hmm. and then that sounds typical. Hiss, and then all the lights turned off, and he yelled at my mom, "Get the clothes!" Oh no! He ran out of the back. <laughs> <laughs> my mom oh. ran out. They had gathered all the clothes and just threw them all in the back seat, and then dipped and never went back. So my dad blew up a laundromat. So, oh my god! Yeah, shout out to my dad. <laughs> Fight or flight, fight or flight, fly every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was pretty much it. And hope you, know. you got insurance. Bye. Whoops, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. And you know, you don't think Canadians are going to be mean to you, but they don't even—they didn't even feel bad about it at all. So, whatever. Are they in the uh, French-speaking Canadian oh, for sure. area? Yeah. 
So, you know. I mean, you get up farther. You get the nor- more north you go, the more yeah. French they speak. Aw, Johnny. Yep, so love you, Dad. Here's to you. Right. <laughs> I only share the most embarrassing content ever and don't want to be alone. So send us your stories at stories at homeasschronicles.com. You can also find us on all of the social everything, twittering, the Twitter Instagramming. Yeah. The, what do the kids call it? The Twitter machine? No. The IG? The gram? The oh, what? The gram. <laughs> at homance underscore chronicles on the gram. Yeah. And the Twitter machine. It's uh, homance underscore podcast. What else do we got? Oh, homeasschronicles.com. Yeah. And also on Facebook, if you guys are so, so into it, you need to follow us on all, every single fucking avenue. We have the Facebooks as well. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Happy Easter.